the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW, the show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Nam Phan of Pacific Private Money. Mark Honf is off today. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during this show. Of course, the sun is getting out there, and uh, you want to get that tan on before the tan so you don't get burnt, <laughs> right? Um, and the certificate is not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. And you know what? I forgot to bring my energy drink, Go Girl. You sound like you drank it already. I did. I did. That's why I needed to drink it. Yeah. So uh, the thing I like about it, it's got no sugar and... no, yeah. It's got, it's got my got, energy drink. That's right. It's got, it's got no sugar and no crash. And it's inexpensive, and you can get it at Safeway. So is it? Is there caffeine in it? Is that what there it is? There is caffeine, yes. Okay. But, but and it tastes good, too. I like it. <laughs> All right. So our special guest, oh, our trivia theme today is general entertainment. And our special guest today is Michael Morangiallo from Bay Area Wealth Builders. Now, um, Nam, you and I have been to a couple of his events, and yeah. they're actually they're always good. And there's usually, what, 120 people? Yeah, quite a few people. It's in uh, Corte Madera, right? Yeah, Yeah, we meet in Corte Madera. We're now in our 18th year of meetings. And thanks for having me today, Nam and and Edward. But, yeah, yeah, they're good quality meetings, a lot of good discussion and and information uh, going on, uh, all pretty much real estate related. Mm -hmm. You know, who, who, because, you know, 100 some odd people have been a few times and it's always been a pretty high number. Who typically um, goes or who? Who would you recommend come to these events? Yeah, we have a wide variety of people coming to the events. We have people that are just starting out wanting to buy a home as their mm-hmm. own personal residence. Mm-hmm. We have investors that are looking to get into an investment property. Uh, we have some serious uh, heavy hitters that have uh, done very well with their real estate investments over the years. And then we have a lot of times what we call people uh, that are characterized as being enders, although that offends some of them when we call them enders. They prefer to be called spenders. Um, <laughs> But they've made a lot of money over the years, and uh, they like to, you know, support our economy and make loans and do things yeah. like that, okay. and uh, and you know, enjoy coming and rubbing elbows with other people of like mindedness. Well, yeah. I appreciate your uh, the Bay Area Wealth Builders uh, meetings because uh, a lot of times you just have really good information. It could be right. about the new tax law. Uh, could be just you know what's the, the the latest real estate laws that are coming out uh, and, and trends too and trends yeah that's what I like yeah you've been you've been a a wealth of knowledge I've I've really enjoyed listening to you specifically but then also you've had some really good uh, guests show up we have some interesting people over the years that have that have come out and have some really good programs coming up I know that we'll touch on but uh, particularly on the tax law the Trump tax plan which we think is a boon for real estate people. 
Really? Um, okay. Uh, we just think it's going to be phenomenal. And so we're bringing in an attorney, a tax attorney, uh, by the name of John Heyer, um, and he'll be uh, doing an all-day event on the Trump tax plan and, and some of the questions that inevitably come up all the time about entities mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and, you know, what's proper bookkeeping procedures for the various entities and for the various types of business activity. Uh, people are buying and selling property. People are owning and renting property. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are uh, dealing with just the um, wholesaling sometimes of property. And right. each of those has different tax events that take place. And mm-hmm. perhaps you might want to use a different entity for that type of activity. Yeah, it's funny. You mentioned about uh, it being the tax law being a boom to uh, real estate, and the first thing I think of is, well, wait a minute. They, you know, they, they're limiting the, the amount of taxes that you can uh, deduct. deduct, and mm-hmm. then seven hundred fifty thousand for the interest. And I'm wondering, okay, so where, yeah. where what am I missing? Where, what's yeah. the big boon? Well, I think the boon is from the investment standpoint. Right. People that okay. have a business that run a business that's real estate related, whether it's buying and selling or okay. wholesaling property, uh, that's where you're going to get a lot of benefits. Um, the um, you're right, there are some curtailments mm-hmm. under this the so-called salt passage that took place, yeah. eliminating this and limiting the state and local taxes, and that may have a long-term effect on uh, high-cost areas like California. Right. Um, until we get the uh, supply-demand imbalance that exists back in line. Mm -hmm. But um, for the most part, if you're active in the business of buying and selling property and wholesaling property, there's some real real strong different techniques you can use with pass-through benefits. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, obviously, I think you're going to see more and more people incorporate or form entities as a result of the the tax advantages that are going to come about. Okay. Mm -hmm. And we're going to get into this more, but uh, right away, if people are interested in coming to any of your events how do they well we've been meeting for for the third thursday night you don't even really need to use the calendar but the third (laughs) thursday night of every month uh we meet in court de madeira currently at the best western court de madeira inn right there off highway 101 at the madeira boulevard exit very easy to get to yeah it's right across the street from um town center town center yep and uh and then if they want more information they can always go to our website we always post the meetings that are coming up and some of the workshop events and that's uh, www.bawb.info. Again, that's www.bawb.info. And your, do you have a meetup group page as well? We do have a meetup page, yeah. Okay. We, have, we, we have a meetup page as well where people can find us on meetup also. All right. Great. All right, guys, we're going to cut to our uh, first commercial break. And here is the first trivia question. What legendary rock band had a drummer named Bonzo? <laughs> okay. If you know Monzo. the answer to that question, call 888-912-1190. Be the first caller with the correct answer. You're going to win that free tanning certificate. Also want to make a quick mention here for um, Father's Day. What a gift that you can give the Hornblower Dining Cruise. Feast on an elaborate buffet with bottomless beer and mimosas on the Beer Brunch Cruise or get dapper with Dad on a four-course seated dinner. Spend quality time as you cruise under the Golden Gate and around Alcatraz while listening to live entertainment. Visit hornblower.com to book your cruise today. And don't touch that dial. The best of investing will be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Nam Phan of Pacific Private Money. Our first trivia question was, what legendary rock band had a drummer named Bonzo? Who knows the answer to that? 
I'm Althway in. Please. I think is it Led Zeppelin? It is Led Zeppelin. Awesome. Very good. <laughs> I know my rock history. Very good. Michael Morangiallo, our guest. He's one for one in the uh, trivia. My brother plays for a rock and roll Hall of Famer, so. Does he really? Yeah. Who does he play for? Marty Ballin with the Jefferson Airplane. Oh, oh there you go. Wow. Yeah, see, that, now he just aged himself. Jefferson Airplane. Yeah. They changed from and Jefferson Starship. Airplane yeah. to Jefferson Starship and then just the Starship. Well, both of you guys are uh, music trivia buffs then, well, right? Because you're, you're, you're into son, it. Well, yeah, my son actually learned to play drums from Michael Carabello from Santana. There you go. Wow. That's why he still yeah. continues to play drums. That's awesome. Very good. So Michael Morangelo from uh, Bay Area Wealth Builders is with us, and he's a, a wealth of knowledge of real estate. Uh, why don't you tell us what's going on, what your vision of what you see going on in the real estate market? Well, I, I think you're asking about the market, and mm-hmm. uh, it is a very, very interesting market that we're in right now, um, particularly in the North Bay region of the Bay Area because of the aftermath of the firestorms. Right. Uh, I think what was already a very tight in inventory market has been exacerbated by uh, that terrible, horrific event that took place back in October last year. So uh, we have a a very uh, distinct imbalance that's going on, you know, with supply and demand Mm -hmm. uh, that I think is driving prices um, higher. And um, of course, the um, unknowns that are again again coming into play are that there are some headwinds that I think we need to have some concern about. And uh, I'm sure uh, those of you that watch the financial news knew that the Fed met yesterday, I believe right. it was, it and announced quarter, rates yeah. going up again and that they anticipate there may be as many as three more increases this year. Yeah. So the question is whether that's going to throttle back people's purchasing powers, which inevitably it will to some extent, mm-hmm. um, and change the, dyna- the dynamics of the market. But also um, the big elephant in the room is the uh, debt. That you know that has been taken on by our U.S. government, where I think I heard a statistic uh, uh, this past week about how we are in the last ten years gone from forty-nine percent of GDP to almost seventy-five percent of GDP. Wow, is what our national debt is. Mm-hmm. And in the next ten years, it is anticipated that we will be at one hundred percent of GDP. Do you know when the last time that ever happened was? Uh, World War Never? II. Very good guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, yeah, World yeah, War II World, was yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, it was World War II. So, so that's just not sustainable, and yeah. and uh, and that's something that I think uh, all of us need to be somewhat concerned about, and how that might affect our overall economy. But otherwise, the economy is on fire right now. Yeah, we like right. the, we like the kid that it's on fuego, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, it is. I mean, things are are really going well for this time. You know, the one interesting thing about the the, the from the fires standpoint, you know, a lot of people say, well, you know, a lot of people are just going to move. They're not going to rebuild, but they're still going to sell to somebody who will rebuild. Right. So, yeah, I just went to a couple of meetings. One was in Petaluma and there was a, an appraiser there who um, meant, talked about the activity in Coffee Park and then the activity in Fountain Grove and yeah. how the the difference between the two and the cost to build mm-hmm. there right now and the cost of the lots. And, in um, Coffee Park, sales are sort of trending upwards. Um, but right now, one of the biggest issues was that 66% of the claims have not been settled yet, the insurance companies. In the meantime, there's lots that are being sold. People are people are just leaving. And I drove through there last week, and, and there were... There's building, rebuilding yes. going on, um, but uh, but I think it's going to take a while still. Um, so I, I have a question for you. You know, in terms of opportunities for real estate investors versus opportunities for people looking to 
buy for a personal residence. I mean, I, I think there's there's a difference. Oh, big difference. I yes. mean, so if you're looking at if you're an investor looking at Coffee Park, how would you approach that, and what would you say to an investor? Well, I'm not a big fan on building new construction because uh, it takes a lot longer and there's right. a lot more red tape and bureaucratic oversight involved. But, so mm -hmm. with the yeah. Santa Rosa, with the Coffee Park as an example, yeah. um, if I understand it correctly, they're pretty streamlining that for if you build exactly like what was in there in yeah. the footprint, right? Yes, yeah, so they okay. say. So they say. Uh, I don't yeah. know how accurate yeah. that point. is. That's a very good point. <laughs> uh, that may not be reality. Or if somebody uh, sells their lot, yeah. does that... Does those do those rights to build exactly yeah. like the previous footprint? I, I, I would think so because new... you know it's as long as you're building pretty much the same house, it doesn't hmm. shouldn't matter who owns it. But yeah. you said people there are already sticks being built, right? Oh, right. Yeah. So yeah. so they are. Yeah. So somebody's getting yeah. through. Yeah. Right. The thing that with the new yeah. the thing with building today, though, and this is I think what a lot of people are realizing, unfortunately, that we're affected by those fires, is that uh, cost of construction is way up because yeah. everyone's busy now. Right. The materials are way up yeah. as well because of the fact that uh, there's demand for those materials. And so you got labor cost up, material cost up, yeah. and then on top of that, you have, the, of course, the uh, government interference, you know, with the cost to uh, rebuild and the impact fees, although they are trying to streamline it, that's true. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that, that's going to have some effect. You are seeing people that are just going to sell their lots and uh, right. and, and uh, probably either purchase something else. And that's putting pressure on, again, the, the market that we're in right now. Mm -hmm. the, the interesting thing is, you know, we've talked about this before that uh, this you know you never want anything bad like this to happen but it, it did happen so uh, Pacific private money actually will probably benefit uh, from this because there are going to be a lot of people who uh, won't get enough money from insurance. Either they were underinsured or, sure. again, like you said, the costs have gone Cost up. Code right. requirements as well. Exactly. Built to current yeah, code. yeah, and yeah. some people's insurance policy has that, some right. don't. Um, and those people may not have the extra money uh, or they may not qualify for a loan because, you know, individually people have different credit scores, right? That's right. And what are those people going to do? Yeah. You know, so Pacific Private Money might be able to provide them a loan. Yeah, and we're seeing that. We haven't seen so many from the actual borrower who's intending to occupy. We're, we're getting loan requests from builders yes. who need the funds to be able to start their projects or they have multiple projects going on. Um, so I'm sure we'll start seeing it from yeah. the borrowers as they settle yeah. and realize that there's a gap between what they settled for and what it's going to take. Absolutely. To, and does specific yeah. do construction financing? Mm -hmm. Oh, so there yeah, you go. Some ground up. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be a definite need it, for that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, you're going to make the borrower use his money first. Right. In most cases, yeah. Right. So it keeps from a, a risk standpoint. Right. That's right. Money will be in the very conservative position. Yeah. 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 So we typically cap at 70% loan to value. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see what the gap is as these borrowers' yeah. claims yeah. settle. And to your point, uh, uh, same thing. The appraiser said, you know, the natural resources or the raw materials, we're competing with Southern California. Right. We're competing yeah, yeah. with Fires Houston. Yeah, Everything yeah, that went right. on there. So And new construction that's yeah. going on in general to, to meet yeah. the housing needs that are existing. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's, it's a, it really is having a big effect. But, uh, you know, the economy, as I uh, mentioned, is a little bit, um, I, I call it a, um, a plow horse economy, not a race source economy. Mm -hmm. We're just plodding along, it seems, for the time being, and uh, you know, no dramatic spikes that look like they're going to be uh, ahead. Which I so think is it's good. It's very it healthy. Yeah, it's very, very predictable. Healthy. All right, we're going to cut to our second commercial break here. Trivia question. What was the name of Tom Cruise's fighter pilot character in the movie Top Gun? All right, that's our trivia question. 
Call 888-912-1190. If you're the first caller with the correct answer, you're going to win that tanning certificate, which is worth over $100. It's a good price. What was the nickname of Tom Cruise's fighter pilot character in the movie Top Gun? Don't touch that dial. The best of investing will be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Nam Phan of Pacific Private Money. What was the nickname of Tom Cruise's fighter pilot character in the movie Top Gun? Anyone? Nam, you go for that one. Uh, Maverick. Maverick. That go. is correct. The well, I, sequel's coming up, isn't it? Oh, you know what? I, I think, think there's another is. one coming up. No, I didn't. Yeah, okay. And uh, is that was a good uh, Tom Cruise? Yeah, yeah it was. It's, but they're going to call it Top Shelf? No, I'm just kidding. Um, I want to make a quick mention here also for the Renaissance Indian Wells Resort and Spa. It's a desert oasis for a family getaway in the Coachella Valley. It's the perfect place to recharge and relax poolside in our sandy beach area or send the kids off for a fun day at Camp Oasis. The world-class resort features well-appointed guest rooms, five restaurants, and a rejuvenating spa. Plus, book your fa- your summer family getaway today, and your kids eat free. That's a good one. You can be my kid, and I can get you to eat free. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to get a fake ID. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, visit Ren Indian Wells, and that's R-E-N Indian Wells.com for details, or call 760-773-4444. So, Michael, um, continue on, because you had some information about San Francisco. I thought it was kind of cool. Well, it's a rather sobering uh, statistic, but um, there was a recent article, actually, in the Chronicle that talked about uh, the household income required to buy a typical home in San Francisco is now about $330,000. 330000 <laughs> Do you know how many wow. hours I have to work to make 300000 How many weeks I have to work? Yeah. And, and according to the article, only 12% of the households in the city can afford to buy a medium-priced home. Uh, the high cost of living is now forcing a lot of even tech companies to take a second look and uh, other or employers about you know what they're doing with regards to their employees and people living in the city. And uh, there was a kind of an interesting joke by a um, Mike Rosenberg. He used to re- be a writer for the Mercury News. He moved up to Seattle. He left San Francisco. And um, he said he had some free advice for millennials. Do you want to hear the advice? Sure. Mm-hmm. He says you need to avoid eating 33,000 600 orders of avocado toast (laughs) to generate and save the $330,000 that you need. I don't get the avocado toast, though. I I haven't yet to try it. I mean, it's avocado. It's like twenty dollars for avocado toast no, in the city. It's, yeah, it's, really? it's very pretty costly. Yeah, I mean avocado, about, about yeah, twelve to fifteen dollars, I think, or something. Is that for, right? For an order. We're gonna have an avocado toast stand in the city. I'll do that with my daughter. Yeah, <laughs> instead of lemonade. Well, that's the thing. Is avocados could be you know two dollars and fifty cents an avocado. But when you toast it, when you toast it, it and then you really jack expensive. up the price on that, that's crazy. That's crazy, though, because you, you think with the tech sector being as strong as it is, that you know a lot of these engineers maybe there's just aren't as many engineers in the city as you think, or, or whatever. But the the salaries that these guys are getting paid, or and women are getting paid, is pretty high. So. You know, double income. They're getting paid up. good money, but the the it's being siphoned off by the high cost of yeah. living. Just living, yeah, yeah. And rent, yeah. And rent still, yes. insane. Yeah. Uh, Nam, I want to jump over to an email question we received for uh, for you, which was, "Why is fix and flip not as big a part of your business as it was some years back?" 
as I have heard you mention that you're making more loans to homeowners. Yeah, you know, that's a good question. Um, it is still a sizable part of our portfolio. Um, we just found also an opportunity on the, you know, consumer owner occupied private lending. Um, a lot of our business, you know, a lot of the borrowers, um, a lot, first of all, a lot of these come from banks. These are just borrowers who, you know, when you think of hard money and you think, why would somebody come to hard money? It's, you know, we get bad reputation that the borrower is probably somebody who just can't get a bank loan because they're, you know, really poor the credit. Or on the doorsteps of bankruptcy. Right, right. But that's just not the case in many circumstances. And oftentimes those scenarios come up, come to us from banks or realtors where the borrowers just run out of time. And most private lenders won't do what's called consumer-owner-occupied loans just because there's much more disclosure requirements, uh, different regulations, uh, more regulations than like a fix-and-flip or business purpose loan. Well, I'll, I'll tell you one that uh, one of your colleagues told me just recently where the person was buying a house for about 800000 was coming up with $600,000 and couldn't get a $200,000 loan because she lived half of her years. In, she, first of all, she was a Russian uh green card holder mm -hmm. and lived half the year in Australia. Mm. So it was difficult for the bank to wrap their arms around, you know, what does this person really do and make right. and, and all that? And so they, they wouldn't lend her $200,000. Yeah, so it's a, it's an area, I would say it's a niche that we play in. Um, and we'll talk about a deal of the week later that I think has some a lot of relevance for Bay Area Wealth Builders because there's an Airbnb component to it. Um, oh, but um, also, you know, the fix and flip space is competitive too. For, so for if you're a fix and flip borrower, then, you know, you can get really good, pretty good rates these days because yeah. there's a lot of investment chasing those fix and flip And it's interesting dollars. because the, the squeeze on the profits, uh, this is in 2011, you know, right. where, where people were just buying able, being able to buy super cheap and then right. do a little bit of rehab and... Flip it. Well, the, yeah. the, the economy, I think, still has some room to run. I think mm -hmm. Warren Buffett was quoted as saying recently that we're in the sixth inning of a nine-inning game. Oh, so, interesting. Um, if you believe Warren Buffett, then uh, things should run on for yeah. a little while longer. But, but yeah, it's very competitive. Yeah, and but you know, fix and flip still has a lot of runway too. I think because we were at a conference um, about a month and a half ago, where on the panel they talked about the sixty million or so boomers out there who live in homes that oh, yeah. have not been updated for decades. And these folks are either going to downsize or maybe pass it on to their children. Um, but there's going to be a lot of opportunities still where homes just need updating. And that inventory is, you know, consistently going to be hitting the market going forward. So I think Home Depot is going to really like that. Right. Yeah. That's, a good, that's a good point. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they've done very well in the last few years anyway. Yeah, so we still play in the fix and flip space, um, but in the meantime, too, there's just a lot of opportunity on the owner-rock consumer side. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Michael, you have, uh, when are you, some of your seminars coming up? We have a couple of interesting classes coming up. They're really uh, great events to get to mingle with other like-minded people. And um, uh, the tax class I mentioned is uh, Saturday, June 23rd. Uh, that's coming up very soon. Um, and uh, then we have a class coming up on paper, learning about creative paper financing techniques with a gentleman by the name of Peter Fortunato. 
uh, and myself teaching that class. That'll be Saturday, June 21st, July 21st, excuse me. And then October, we have a uh, class called Pitfalls and Opportunities in Today's Marketplace with uh, both John Schaub and Peter Fortunato. And if they go on to BAWB.info, they can get more information on that, right? Absolutely, yes. Very good. Okay, we're going to cut to another commercial break. It goes fast, I'll tell you. What holiday is celebrated with an aluminum pole, the airing of grievances, and feats of strength? Call 888-912-1190. If you're the first caller with the correct answer, you win that tanning certificate. All right? That's our trivia question. Don't touch that dial. When we come back, Nam Fon's going to have Deal of the Week. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. I'm Edward Brown, along with Nam Fawn. Here is our third trivia question. What holiday is celebrated with an aluminum pole, the airing of grievances, and feats of strength? Hmm. I have no I'm idea. completely blank on that one. <laughs> you ready for this one? Festivus for the rest of us. Do you remember from Seinfeld? Yeah, vaguely. Yeah, vaguely. <laughs> so I, I, I had to keep I had to keep him laughing when I was reading the question because if you go back to the Seinfeld episode with uh, with that, you'll remember. Okay, uh, Noam, give us a deal of the week. Deal of the week. So we just closed deal. Many components. So there's an out-of-country component, uh, Airbnb components, uh, cross-collateralization. So we had a couple who uh, live uh, in Australia who approached us about a month ago, a month and a half ago. Moving back to the States, um, they own rental properties that they converted to Airbnb, and they wanted to use those as collateral, and they also wanted to use the income from that to... um, to purchase another property in the North Bay that they were going to convert a B&B to a primary residence. Um, challenges. One is they have a foreign income yep. that, um, you know, it wasn't filed here. So when they went to a bank, they, the bank said, uh, you, you don't qualify an income. Well, how about my Airbnb income? Well, it's too recent. It doesn't show on tax returns, uh, which boosted their rental income over the previous, you know, income they were getting when they had long-term renters in there. Yeah. So they came to us. We were able to cross-collateralize um, a home that they that they had for rent uh, in Oakland. Uh, they had plenty of equity in it, and we looked at their income and said, you know, the, translating, it's going to qualify. Uh, and um, we made them. So we crossed the property in Oakland. Uh, looked at their Airbnb income uh, without the tax returns, and uh, through that combination, made them a loan for $1.15 million. Yeah, I guess and in some cases, like if, if somebody has started the process, let's say in November, they might only have two months' worth of income. Right. True. Right? So yeah. they mm-hmm. haven't shown enough, and, and yet if they're experienced enough in Airbnb, mm-hmm. which assuming is not going to go away, Right. right. Yeah. I mean, that's you know, that's uh, something you have to take to, uh, take into consideration. But at this point, I think the uh, in trains left the station. Yeah, Airbnb <laughs> yeah, is. So. Uh, yeah, there's rumor that Fannie Mae may start. At, there's discussion on them accepting Airbnb income um, uh, soon. I guess really? I don't know if it's taken okay. place yet. But. Do you um, talk about that at your Bay Area Wealth Builders events? 
Not really. Me about air, uh, owning Airbnb. Yeah. Operated properties. We don't. I know a lot of people are getting into it because mm-hmm. uh, it does ramp up the income or the potential. Uh, and then, of course, some of the municipalities are frowning on it, too. Because right. Because yeah. it's taking housing stock out of the uh, housing inventory that people really need in this area. Yeah. For us, though, it's yeah. a bridge loan. So, um, you know, if this were a 30-year loan and we were you know, banking on Airbnb income being there forever or for a long time, we'd probably have some hesitation. Yeah. Um, but the fact is they're, they're going to be moving back to the States. They'll have U.S. income. And, um, you know, their plan is to refinance out of our loan probably in six months. Yes, yeah, so they have an exit, yeah. exit strategy. An exit. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. The interesting thing, too, about, like, the Airbnb is some of the hotels, you know, they're against it, not only competition, but... Uh, the fact is that you know hotels have to pay that transient tax, yeah. and Airbnb people basically have not had to pay a tax. Yeah. And then you have all the neighbors who complain about you know yeah these new people come in every time and you know parties and taking up the parking and all that and you, know, you can kind of see both sides to it because you know if I own my house I'd like to kind of do what I want right. But yet, you know, you have to be kind of considerate of the neighbors, too. Right. So here's my question, to if there's any hotel executives out there. How come hotels don't get into the Airbnb space? What's to stop a hotel from approaching a homeowner and saying, listen, rent out your house under our flag. We'll list your inventory on our hotel. You know, I think, I think they actually do. I think some hotels exist. actually do, do, yeah. do that. I, maybe not like a Marriott. Well, I don't know. Even Marriott may. Condo but, hotels exist. Uh, yeah. People invest in a, yeah. in a room, which is a pseudo-condominium hotel, yeah. Yeah. and then they rent it and operate it on a, a transient Yeah, like, I think part of it is uh, from the standpoint of how are they going to manage. Like when, yeah. you, when you have a hotel that's got 300 rooms, yeah. you know, you can, the quality control is there. Well, how does Airbnb control the quality of their their? Well, they, they are they kind of a... Does they Airbnb, self-police, they have reviews yeah. from consumers. There's no reason yeah. why. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, Airbnb is just a, a conduit, right? I mean, right. They, they themselves don't own the house. Right. They, they basically say, listen, it's buyer beware, renter beware. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right? So that's a little different than someone fl- under a flag because, I mean, I've known hotels that have lost their flag, as they call it the flag. Right. You know, like a Holiday Inn or whatever because it just wasn't up to the standards. Yeah. I think so, they'll figure that. I think at some point they'll figure that out and they'll be able to provide a similar type of service. Now, if, if you lose a Motel 6 flag, you're in trouble. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's, it's like going like to a restaurant that says, sorry, we're open. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um what else do we want to talk about, boys? Uh, we have a fund event coming up. Oh, that's right. So the Pacific Private Money Fund, it is in its fifth year this month. Actually, it started yeah, five years ago, right. two, uh, 2013. Uh, we're over $40 million, over $42 million, I think. Have yeah. 165, 170 investors. No losses. No losses. Key. And um, our next event is in Walnut Creek uh, on Tuesday, the 19th. It's at Momo's from 6 to 8 p.m. Momo's Restaurant, great place to have it. That's a cool venue. Yeah. yeah. So call us, 415-883-2150 if you'd like to register and attend. There's still room. Or go to our website, which is www.pacificprivatemoney.com. How many attendees do you have so far? Uh, we have about 20 or so. Okay. And you so, have room for 30? Probably 30. 30? Yeah. Okay. So if you, res- uh, if you RSVP'd, uh, come. 
Show up. Yeah, show up. Yeah, don't be a no-show. Yeah, don't be a no-show. Well, the reason you do it, uh, you know, take it take it on the road is because, you know, trying to have all the events at your office in Novato, it's kind of tough. Like, you know, yeah, come 6 p.m. from San Francisco to Novato. Yeah, yeah no, that's not going to happen. And the last one we had uh, had a great uh, number of reservations, but it was the f- same night as game one of the Cavs, Warriors, Warriors. so we had some no-shows. But but you had a couple of people come from pretty far away, though. Yeah, we had a gentleman come from San Jose. Some guy came from San Jose all the way to the I guess partly he wanted to make sure the office was really here, that we didn't run out of a station wagon. (laughs) And you know what? I really respect that. He's doing his due diligence. I I really like it when people ask the hard questions because, um, you know, one of the things that somebody doesn't ask any questions... Run because you know we want people to know what they're investing in. Yeah. Um, and this gentleman is you know really doing his homework, including driving two hours to our office to meet everyone. So I, well, I like that. At least that. you passed the test enough for him to even want to go in his car to drive that far. Oh yeah, yeah. And we talked along the way on his way here. He was asking questions, so that was great. What? Where? It's, uh, is he still doing more due diligence? Um, yes, I think he wow. is. Yeah. Okay. So. You know, it's interesting. I talked to a, a banker not too long ago who um, I made a little pitch for you guys uh, at a broker's meeting. Usually I, I talk about the deals that can be done. This time I decided to, to mention, oh, by the way, there's a fund and you can earn, you know, roughly 7.5% and yada, yada. And I actually had one of the bankers come up to me and say, uh, I am very interested in investing in the fund. Oh, so cool. we, we, we have... Uh, People who you ordinarily wouldn't think would invest, yeah. But they look at it and they go, "Yeah." I mean, like even here, I mean, we, you wouldn't think that we would get refer their Pacific Private Money. We get referrals from banks because you go, "Ooh, they're competition," but not really, right? You go to the bank first. Obviously, they have a best rate, better rate, but if, you, if they can't. The bank looks like a hero by turning them on to you. Yeah, that's actually our number one referral source. That's interesting. Our banks, yeah. Yeah, and they get the refinance opportunity, right. um, and they they help by referring them to us. We help save the deal. Borrowers happy because they get into the property, and then there's no prepay penalty on our bridge loan. So we've so again, been how refied. Do people, how do people get a hold of you? Uh, they can call us at four one five eight eight three twenty one fifty, or go to our website www.pacificprivatemoney.com, and you can apply on our website for Very good. All right. Don't touch that dial. The best of investing. We'll be right back with some closing comments. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the best of investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Nam Phan of Pacific Private Money. Uh, didn't have a trivia question, but uh, Mike, how did, how did real estate investors find a good deal? That's a common question we get asked all the time. Call me when you find a good deal or call me when you have a good deal. And we like to state and teach really at our meetings that good deals are not found but opportunities are found or exist in the marketplace or, and will find you. And it's your job to be able to work a transaction with that particular property seller that, so that people on both sides benefit. So you're not just doing those seminars of no money down and how everyone can buy a house in the Marin for $30,000, yada, yada. Uh, we, I don't think we've had those seminars, but, uh, <laughs> but I will share with you a couple of, I think, good quotes that your audience might like. And one is from uh, an old exchanger by the name of Warren Harding, who used 
to say that um, opportunities are born out of the uncomfortable circumstances of ownership. Now, is that mm. the same? Is that the president, Warren Harding? Same? No, that's not the president. That's oh, okay. He did have the same name. Same uh, he was okay. a very, very interesting real estate exchanger in CCIM. Gotcha. And, uh, and I have a good friend of mine who's an investor that for many years says that if you uh, listen to people, uh, they'll tell you their problems. But if you listen to them long enough, they'll tell you how to solve them as well. Hmm. And uh, it's very true uh, when you're talking to po people and they're trying to divest themselves of a property for whatever reasons, right. whether it's financial or the property itself or, or something emotional, you, you really want to get to know them and why they're, they're looking to sell or need to sell. Uh, it's very, very important. That's good. So there's opportunities out there. There's plenty of opportunities. That's one. Mm -hmm. As I said, people are claiming that, you know, there's no deals. There's no opportunities. Right. They're all around. They're all mm -hmm. around us. They're in, even in the market that we're in right now, which is a very frothy market. But yeah. there's still wonderful opportunities for people to uh, to find or have them find themselves yeah. and work them. Yeah. You know, and Mark said, and Mark's also said that, you know, you, you can always make money in real estate, whether the market's going up or down. You just have to find the right deal. Right. I mean, we get so many scenarios where we go, wow, that's a great opportunity. Opportunity that yeah. this person came upon, yeah. and yep. they're 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 needing the you know the capital to to realize it. Yeah. But uh, in our business, you know, no deal is the same. Yeah. And one thing so. I will tell you that is uh, we're finding a lot because a lot of sellers are, are putting properties out there sometimes at high prices yeah. mm -hmm. and they didn't, they sit and they don't sell. But uh, we always try to preach at our events that um, a seller may establish a price for a property. But really, who establishes the value? The buyer. It's right. the buyer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but buyer or buyers are yeah. the ones that are going to establish value, uh, regardless of what the price may be that the seller's asking. Gotcha. That's great. Uh, again, if people want to come to any of your events, how do they get a hold of you? Well, they can come to our website uh, for the Bay Area Wealth Builders, which is www.bawb.info. Again, that's www.bawb.info. Or they can call our information line, which is 707-996-6411. I'll repeat it again, 707-996-6411. Very good. And, Nam, if people want to either invest in your fund which, by the way, if they don't qualify for the fund, they, you have another website. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we haven't mentioned that yet. It's okay. privatemoneyloans.com. That's where we're selling either loans that we recently funded and are looking to create more liquidity so we can fund our next deals, or they may be live uh, loans or live fundings, ones where just came across our desk, we've green-lighted it, and now we're looking for the investor. If you know, Sometimes our fund is fully at capacity, yeah. so we don't have the capital, so we'll put it out there to individual trustee investors. Very good. All right, guys. Thanks again for uh, joining us. Michael Morangiallo and Nampon, of course. Thoughts for the day. One should never take the easy road, but rather the right road, no matter how long the travel. And the trouble with not having a goal is that you can spend your life running up and down the field and never score. Mm, you like that? Good one. All right. I like that. Tune in next week to The Best of Investing. Why? Because we're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown. We're wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for the best of investing on the Bay Area's business leader, 
AM 1220 KDLW. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we... Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.